Good morning, beautiful friends. If you are listening on the podcast, this is the Elemental Entrepreneurship Podcast, where we discuss the earth, air, fire, water, and spirit elements of building a thriving, successful, creative business and life. Oh, my favorite Gemini is here. We are on with the Gemini season reading for the collective Gemini season on a Friday. It's Venus day. It's my favorite day. <laughs> what day is it, Piglet? Our favorite day, Pooh. Um, I love me a Venus day. And I also like really love Gemini season. I was thinking about that this morning. I'm really, I'm realizing that I love the Gemini energy in my own chart. I have Mercury in Gemini and I love that about myself. I love what Gemini brings to my communication. I love all the air in my chart. I love the realm of thought and ideas and fast moving, uh, innovation. And our Gemini season reading is really cool. I'm very excited for these cards. They really like, they have, they have a lot for us. So. A main theme of this reading is truth. And another main theme of this reading, and I'm just going to kind of like drop these, these ideas in at the top because Gemini is a mental sign. Gemini is about communication and ideas. But one of the themes about this reading is your body, is checking into the wisdom of your body, is tapping into inner knowing that's not always logical, not always mental, that's existing for us in in a different zone. Because sometimes the mind, the rapidity of thoughts that we have on Gemini is um, just fucking noise <laughs> and can be confusing and can take us away from like the stillness and certainty of the truth. And that's an overarching theme of this reading. So I'm just going to hop into these cards. The first card, what's happening for us right now? And as always, um, I want to say, I don't ever know exactly who this is for. Um, the cards come through the way they come through. So take what resonates, leave what does not. Also, maybe um, like listen back to this later. Like last night, I re-listened to the Taurus season reading and I got new things out of it because I was reviewing the season versus like thinking, oh, maybe this is coming. So if there are things that really like don't resonate, maybe they're going to later and it just hasn't clicked for you what it is yet. So these are on the podcast. You can always come back and re-listen to them. They live on my Instagram. You can always come back and re-listen later. I also want to say my process for setting this up is I, you know, go into connection with my guides, with our guides. I tap in, I do my, like my cleansing, my clearing, my shuffling, and then I take notes because I always want to be able to like make sure I get across the points that I want to get across. But I want to do a little plug, um, for this. This is, I'm not an affiliate for this business. Um, but this is a elemental entrepreneurship client who makes these spiritual products. This is called Clear the Deck. And it is a spiritual spray that you can use to cleanse your divination tools, um, your decks, your bones, coins, pendulums. Um, it doesn't damage them. It's really light and it's a spiritual formulation made by the divine eye online. So, um, I'll put this in the notes. Um, but in addition to cleansing myself, I also always now cleanse the decks. And so whatever personal, readings I've done for myself in the month in between, I feel like I kind of like wash away when I read for all of us. So I just wanted to share that that's like a cool little product for those of you who are spiritual workers who do readings, the clear the deck spray by Divine Eye Online. Okay. What is happening right now? Listening 
for truth. So Gemini rules communication, right? So here's what might be going on right now for us. You're feeling a truth in yourself that maybe hasn't been spoken yet. Uh, so maybe it's something you haven't admitted to yourself yet. Maybe it's something you're feeling in relationships that's like there's a there's a funky energy here. There's something going on that like we know it's off kilter, but nobody's saying it out loud yet. It can also be something that you're feeling isn't being spoken in the culture, in the news. Like you're like, I why does no one else see or hear this thing that I'm seeing and hearing? Like, am I crazy? Like, why does no one else feel this? You're hearing the space between the words. You're hearing what's not being said. Our knowing of what's right and what's true isn't always something that's being explicitly stated. It's something we feel. Truth is like a, a knowingness in the body sometimes more than it's what's being said or what's being thought. So if you feel like you uh, know that there's a truth that's not being said in relationships, in your friend groups, at work, in the culture, you are right. That's the first thing. You're just, you're right. So you might be feeling crazy because no one else is talking about it and you're the only one who hears it. And depending on your conditioning, it might make you think like, am I just wrong? Do I, am I being weird? Am I being too sensitive, right? Something like that. No, you're correct. You're meant to be the only one who hears it. You're meant to be brave enough to say it. If you hear it, if you know it, if it's true in your body, you have to say it. You as a creative person, as a, um, as a spiritual person, you need the truth, right? We all just need the truth. And the truth is like oxygen. It is balm for the soul. It breathes air into things. It opens things up. So when we speak our truth, when we say these things that we feel that aren't being said, it actually frees us up and opens something to the next stage. But a lot of the time, the reason that we are resisting this truth is because we're trying to control something. Like we're afraid of what will happen if we are honest about this thing. So it might be a fear that like the relationship will end. It might be a fear that like, if you like, maybe the truth that you're avoiding saying is, you know, something has to end. A friendship is coming to a close. It's time for you to leave a job, whatever. That's not loss. That's freedom. You need to love yourself enough to honor your truth. You need to love the other people involved enough to honor this truth because there's a big chance that like maybe they feel it too. Or even if they don't, whatever the outcome of speaking this truth is, is the best thing for everyone involved. You're just being the one who's like being tasked to say it. The one who's being charged with speaking it. You're the one who's feeling it. My cat is going bananas. And so like, sorry, you drew the short straw on being the person who has to say this thing out loud or like being the like canary in the coal mine on whatever this truth is, but like you need to, and maybe it will open everyone up to step into the next level together. And maybe it will open everyone up to like leaving, but whatever it is, you've got to do this. This is what people with awakened hearts do. This is the path. This is what artists do. This is what spiritual seekers do. We got to say the uncomfortable truth. Staying in self-deception, staying in numbing, 
staying in a situation where we're uncomfortable or we know that something isn't right um, just so we don't rock the boat or in order to keep people in our lives, that is the path of least resistance. But we don't get that luxury. We're not path of least resistance people, my loves. I'm sorry. We're just not. As much as we wish we could be small and go with the flow and do the nice thing that everyone wants us to do, we're not nice. We are brave. We're not nice. We're bold. We're not nice. We're fucking artists. We're not nice. We are entrepreneurs. We're not nice. We're here to make a fucking difference. And so sometimes we have to say things that are uncomfortable, that are challenging. Uh, sometimes we have to push people. Sometimes we have to push ourselves. And we cannot deny our truth to make others more comfortable and still be the big presence that we're here to be on this planet. So we can be compassionate. We can be kind, but we have to be honest and set everyone in the situation free with our honesty. The other thing about this card is if you're concerned or you know that you've been dealing with lies, deceit, gossip, slander, people talking shit about you, whatever, don't worry about that. You are being asked to like let that go and not get fixated um, in trying to prove the truth. I just got an image. I don't know if this is somebody on the call, but I'm going to say if you've been in a narcissistic relationship or you think that you've been the victim of like flying monkeys or a slander campaign connected to somebody leaving your life and then trying to talk shit about you, you've got to let it go and don't get obsessed with trying to make sure everyone knows the truth or your side, right? Um you just have to let that go. Like get into nature, reconnect with yourself. It will all get handled. The truth always comes out. You don't have to do anything about it. So um, that is a shade of this card. So if anybody on the chat is dealing with that or you find yourself getting caught up in wanting to like prove your side of things to people or worrying about what people are or might say about you, don't. It's fine. Blocks. What is blocking us? from speaking this truth. It's the sacred fool. It is the fool, the greatest rebel of all. The fool isn't the fool because they're dumb. The fool is about childlike innocence, like just going on and trusting over and over, no matter how many times things haven't worked, no matter how many times they've been hurt, the fool just keeps going with an open heart, being being broad, being expansive, taking risks, trying. I think of like little kids who are trying to learn a new skill, like they're trying to ride a bike, they're trying to roller skate, they fall down, they get hurt, they cry, they get right back up and do it again. They do not care. Adults get caught up in like um, jadedness and... There's a big theme that we're going to keep hearing of like the, the replays in our mind about, um, what has occurred already about, oh, I've tried this before and it didn't work. So I'm not going to try anymore. We're being asked to, that's what's blocking us. All of these thoughts we have about, um, I don't know anyone who's ever done this before. I don't know anyone who's ever met these challenges. I don't know anyone who's made a million dollars. I don't know anyone who's been in a, a major motion picture. I, so how could I do it? Right? Like whatever these limiting thoughts are about the, like based on what you've seen, that's all the mind stuff that this whole reading is telling us like not to get caught up in our thoughts about that. We need to have like a naive heart, a childlike heart. We also can't give a fuck 
what other people say is real or possible, including ourselves, right? Whatever our critical mind that's like, but that's not possible. I couldn't have that. That's too big for me. I don't know how that we can't listen to that. We need to go on our inner knowing. So right now you're in a time or it's coming where like you're feeling inspired to just like do something or called to do something that feels really big. Possibly it sounds impossible or like crazy to other people. Maybe you've got people in your life who are like, yeah, but we don't know anyone who does that or you can't do that. Or like that might take 10 years. Fuck all that shit. Don't try to be socially acceptable. Don't worry about what other people think. Don't even get caught up in your own thoughts about what's possible. Childlike heart. The sacred fool trusts life. Trusts life implicitly and completely. Life's got us. The universe has got us. God's got us. So you can't hold back. We can't stay attached to whatever our old stories are, our old neighborhood, our old community. We cannot stay in that. The, the sacred fool has no scarcity, doesn't try to outsmart life or control things. We just have to be present and playful with life. And when we're present and we're playful with life, we allow life to move through us in this unscripted way that might be weird. It might shock us. It might break our own self-imposed conventions. But we're being invited when we do this to step into a bigger life adventure, a bigger game, a bigger arena. This is about letting life happen through us as radically as possible, about being open to miracles. We're becoming more electric, right? Become a new God. People are going to be challenged by this, especially if you have a lot of like this old relationship. There's an old relationship vibe. We may be this like listening for truth. It might be that we're outgrowing some of our old connections. We might be outgrowing some of our old relationships, some of our old friendships, some of our old communities. Uh, I'm getting a flash of like a time in my life where I had a friend circle that was a party friend group and I had to like stop kicking it with those people. And it was sad because I loved them, but I knew that where I was going in my life wasn't where they were going in, in their lives. And like, I had to allow myself to flow away from those people. So there may be something of like, there's people in your life where when you tell them what you're trying to do, they're like, yeah, right. Or like, that's too big. Or you don't even tell them because you know, they're going to judge you or just make you feel like the thing that you want is too big. We have to step away from some of those connections right now, or like let those people be challenged by us. Now, here's the other beautiful thing about letting people be challenged by us. It makes them rethink their own lives. Your friends, your family, those people who don't think that what you're trying to do is possible, when they see you do that shit, it will change their scope of what's possible. They now do know somebody who's been in a movie. Now they do know somebody who's made a million dollars. Now they do know someone who started a business. Now they do know someone who's become successful on their own terms. That is a gift to them. So it will be uncomfortable to leave them. But by doing that, the gift you give them is actually like you become an expander for their reality. Sorry again. (laughs) Sorry to that man. I'm sorry again that we have to be the person who sees this truth. We have to be the person who breaks these ties. We have to be the person who pushes this reality through. 
that's what your soul came here to do, homie. Don't know what to tell you. This is what it is. Um, if your choices feel nuts to you, you're on the right track. If your goals feel so big that they make you want to throw up a little bit, that's the right thing. You have to be cool with having no idea how it's going to happen and just trusting that it's going to happen. And the reason this is coming up in a block is that I'm getting the feeling that our own thoughts are the thing that's holding us back right now. We don't know how to be the fool. We don't know how to go forward with an open heart because we're trying to control the outcome and we're super attached to how. We have to let go of how. Yeah, I don't know how it's going to happen. I just know it's going to happen. Do I know how I'm going to make a million dollars this year? Nope. Do I know I'm going to? Yup. Period. <laughs> Moving on. Okay, I have to say this thing. Don't know why. I just have to say it. It's coming through. I used to have a dog. He passed. Love you. Oh, wait. Se uh, on the on the seven days from now, it'll be the anniversary of his passing, the pup. So maybe that's why it's coming through. Ruckus. Ruckus the Wonder Pup. Ruckus and I used to go to a dog park in San Francisco that was full of pigeons. And every day, Ruckus would try to catch a pigeon. And it was one of the biggest lessons I ever witnessed. Because the fact that he had never caught a pigeon in no way deterred him from believing every day that today was the day he was going to catch a pigeon. He went hard on trying to catch that pigeon every single day. He never thought about like, well, I've never caught one before. So today I'm not going to try. Never, never occurred to him. Every single day he was like, today's the day I'm catching a pigeon. No one could tell him today was not the day. And so for a long time, I had like a thing on my bulletin board that just said, today's the day I'm going to catch the pigeon. That's sacred fool energy, like, like a puppy, right? Just like, I have no reason to believe that today is not the day the miracle is going to happen. I don't even remember that it's never happened before. I'm not thinking about that. All I'm thinking about is today. That's the energy that is being called of us right now. This is, ooh, got to say, just for my LA people, going on lots of auditions, getting ground down by the hustle of not getting gigs. Um, today's the day you're going to catch the pigeon. None of yesterday ever happened. <laughs> got to let it go. For my people who are in business, like trying to get clients, like today's the day you're going to get the client. Today's the day you're going to get the investment. It doesn't matter that it didn't happen yesterday. Don't bring yesterday into today. That is the energy of the sacred fool. That's what's blocking you right now. You're bringing too much yesterday into today. All right, what is the gift that happens when we drop the block? When we step into sacred fool, what is the gift? It is relax the hold of darkness and be at cause. The gift when we step into the sacred fool is we will literally be plucked from this level of reality and into the next one. That's the gift. But this is a gift that requires a lot of courage. The good news is you have that. You're a brave person. But you are stepping into a higher voltage reality. You're stepping into a bigger game. You're upgrading your problems, right? Like, and that's so much of what we're afraid of a lot of the time is just upgrading our problems. We don't think we are, but like we know how to deal with the problems at our current level of life. For a long time for me, that was being broke. I knew how to be broke. I understood those level of problems. I did not understand how to have money problems. Didn't understand it. Had to learn a whole new skill set to have money problems. What the fuck is a tax return? What is an S corp? Why do I have to have an attorney? This is terrifying. New level of problems. Good thing we are brave. Good thing we are smart. Good thing we're capable. You can handle the new level of problems. You can handle the bigger game. You've got to step into it. 
People are going to think you're nuts. And that is okay. Now, here's the hardest part. We have to give up hesitation, procrastination, self-sabotage, second-guessing ourselves, our limiting beliefs. That is scary for us because where are you going to hide if you stop self-sabotaging? Where are you going to hide if you stop doubting yourself? How are you going to hang out in your comfortable, safe bubble when you stop playing safe? How are you going to hold yourself back if you give up your fear? You can't. That's why it requires courage. You're going to put yourself out there in a way you've never put yourself out there before. You're going to expose yourself to a new level of challenge, but also a new level of gift. And again, this is about trusting life because life is wild, but it is also wise. Life knows what we need, even when we don't. So the hold of darkness, when it says relax the hold of darkness, the hold of darkness is our own mental drama. And this is that Gemini season thing, swirling thoughts that hold us in this like the the drama, the drama. Can I or can't I? Will I or won't I? Should I or shouldn't I? Should I go for it or should I not? Should I just quit? I don't know. Should I go all in? Maybe I shouldn't. Should I say this out loud? Maybe I shouldn't. We get to stay stuck in wondering if it's all too much. That's a comfortable place for us to hang out. That's the level of life where we feel comfortable. So if we give that up, we go into that fool mode, that wild, audacious, the moon shots, like, fuck it. I'm going for it. Something's going to happen. Something's going to happen. When we do that, when we free ourselves to affirm our feelings and our intuitions and just act on them without questioning them, what would change in your life if you act on your intuition instead of spending a month or three months or six months or two years questioning whether or not that is the right intuition for you? My intuition says I should go for this thing and you immediately go into the mental drama. The mental drama is your comfort zone. It holds you where you are. Maybe I should just like question my worth about it for six years. No, What? how much faster would your life move if you got an intuition to reach out to someone and you just did it? If you got an intuition to try for something and you just tried, if you got an intuition to release a product and you just launched it, what would happen if you just did the thing? If the space between impulse and action got tightened the fuck up, if you took out all that hiding, all the worth questioning, right? Trusting life back in that puppy energy. Today's the day I'm going to catch a pigeon. I'm not going to sit here and think about the fact that I've never caught a pigeon before for 45 minutes and then maybe give it a half-hearted attempt. Nah, just go. Just go all in and see what happens. How much would your life change if you could move that fast? How much faster would you get to that goal? Maybe it wouldn't be a million this year. Maybe it would be five. If you just acted on all the impulses you have without holding yourself in all the drama about whether or not you fucking should, which is great for the card we're coming into because shoulds are always a little cue that there's shadow, which means there's shame, right? Whatever this doubt, this questioning, that's some old shame shit. It's from your childhood. It's from back there. You don't need it anymore. It's not where you're headed. So we have to trust life. We have to participate. Fortune favors the bold. That's the gift that comes when we go sacred fool. When we just go childlike 
arms open, heart open, leaping into the unknown, shit's just going to happen faster. And that's what you're afraid of, but you're being asked not to be afraid of it because you're going to be fine. Next, guidance for interacting with others. Back on this relationship tip in this Gemini communication energy, our guidance for acting with others is conscious connections. Conscious connections, more intimacy, more honesty. Intimacy is honesty. Heart-to-heart -heart communication. Only get into relationships and engage in the relationships with people who truly get you and want to do life with you. But also, we only get to have relationships with people who truly get us and want to do life with us when we're honest with ourselves and other people about who we are and what we want. That's the only way we get to have relationships where we feel witnessed and nurtured and supported is when we're like, here's a crazy thing I want to do. And it's a test. And your friend is like, fuck yeah, you should do that crazy thing. And these five other crazy things you're like, you can stay. If you're like, here's this crazy thing I want to do. And your friend's like, mm, I don't know, that's going to be really hard. Do you think you need a backup plan? Stop talking to that person about your ideas. They're the wrong person to talk to. We talk about this all the time in here. You have to know who you can tell your crazy plans to and who you can't. Get yourself, you don't want to surround yourself with yes men, smart people you respect, people who can caution you when you're like doing things that are too dicey, but just know who are your, who are your haters in your circle? Who are your doubters? Who are the fear-based people that you should not tell about the things you want? Those got to go. The people who are your kindred spirits who will support your vision, who will inspire you, who will bolster your creativity, who will support your dreams, who will be a fuck yes, how can I help? Those are the relationships we need to lean into right now. If you've been asking for healing in your relationships, including in your communities, your friendships, this can only come through your willingness to express your true feelings. So coming back to this thing about like listening for truth, if there's unspoken shit happening in your relationships, if there's um like mm, a fear of just like saying the truth about the relationship, it's not a conscious connection. We're hanging out together in unconsciousness. We're hanging out together in this sleepy, subdued, numbing, we, like this. When I was talking about my group of party friends, we supported each other in our dysfunction. And I had to realize I need friends who support me in my greatness. I need friends who support me in my vision. I need friends who support the biggest version of me. I can't hang out with people who lack are actually like this, like a misery loves company group. We're all going to hang out here together and ignore each other's worst tendencies and support each other's fear, each other's self-doubt, each other's addictions. That can't be the circle. That's not a conscious connection. That is a purposefully unconscious connection. Don't hang out in places where your unconsciousness is fostered. We got to hang out in places where our consciousness is expanded. The other thing about conscious connections is that when we speak our truth in relationships, this is also about trusting life. Sometimes the right thing in a conscious relationship is that it ends. Sometimes the right thing in a conscious relationship is decoupling. So we have to trust the process that brings people into and out of our lives. We also have to know that trust is the process that brings people into and out of our lives, right? So when we can trust people with our heart, our vision, they can be here. When we can't trust people with those things, they have to be at a distance. Healing happens. Healing happens when we can speak our truth, forgive, let go, 
come back together where there's space to come back together and move on when it's time to move on. And this is also that thing about sacred fool. Sometimes it's actually the most healing and expansive thing for the other person for you to let the relationship end that you've been so afraid to end. My codependence, I have to say this, sometimes we're afraid to let relationships end because either A, we absorb people's consequences for them, right? We're like, oh, I have to be this person's friend because they're always going through hard shit and they won't be okay without me. And I'm holding myself back so that I can help this person be okay. You're actually preventing that person's growth and healing. Maybe that person needs to hit rock bottom. Maybe that person needs to absorb their own consequences and be on their own path without like, and feel what it's like to not have you there to take care of them. We have to let that happen. We can't try to control that for other people. We're also, when we do that, trying to protect ourselves from watching someone we love make choices we don't agree with. And we have to trust that we are expansive enough. We are big enough. We are powerful enough to be disappointed in people and to like let them go when we need to let them go, even if it's sad. And so we need to focus right now on the, the relationships that push us toward this greatness that we're stepping into and be willing to let any other relationships, connections, communities fall away. And that's just what needs to happen. Um, we're going to be okay. We're not going to be left with no people. We're going to have the right people. Your message from your higher self or your spirit guides at this time is come to life of all the projects in your life, all the things you want to create, all the things you want to build. You, you are your most sacred artwork. You are the most sacred project in your life. You are the master work. You are the piece of art you are going to be making from birth till death. You are the project. You are the thing that needs to be brought more fully into focus now. And when I say you, I mean that inner you, not the mind you that's caught up in self-doubt and programming, the inner you, who you were as a little ass kid, your sacred fool. That's what needs to be brought more into focus right now. You need to support yourself. You must have the courage to support your truest self. Your monkey mind cannot be in charge of your life. Your habitual thoughts cannot run the show. Underneath your habitual thoughts, these, I don't know if I can, all the self-doubt, what if I can't do it, staying caught up in that, underneath that loop, there is a deep, sensual, creative, energetic truth of who we are that is so far beyond what our programmed mind is capable of controlling, we must tap into that right now. Your spirit guides, your higher self is letting you know that the reason that you've been playing small, holding yourself back, keeping big parts of yourself under wraps is because really of child programming around who other you think other people want you to be roles you played to your family roles you played in your friend groups what other people told you you are people from our neighborhood don't do this people from our family don't do that you staying in connection with these people so that you can fit into who they need you to be to make them happy you can't do that right now you have to let all of your you-ness out and other people might not like it and that has to be okay because right now you can feel it. You can feel it inside you. Truth is the only option that's going to make you okay. 
It's the only thing that's going to heal you. If you've been suffering with depression, anxiety, like when you think about depression, right? Like what depression actually is, when you depress something, you are pushing it down. Maybe depression, this is a symptom for how much of you you've been pushing down to make other people comfortable. How are we going to be happy like that? How are we ever going to be happy pushing ourselves into an ever smaller container so that other people will be comfortable? We can't do it. Of course, we feel anxious when we're trying to do that. We're lying to ourselves and we know it. Your body is telling you your depression, your anxiety, your body is telling you, I'm not supposed to be this person. I'm not supposed to be this small. I'm not supposed to be in this life. I'm not supposed to be doing this thing. All this shit I'm doing to make other people happy makes me feel like shit. You can feel right now that truth is your only option. It's what's going to save you. It's what's going to change your life. You have to feel. Mm, That's the other hard part about this. Life means feeling. Right. And so maybe the reason you've been avoiding this truth is that, you know, it's not like to get to the point where you get to feel more joy. First, you're going to have to feel some grief. You're going to have to feel some sadness. You're going to have to feel some disappointment, maybe some rage. You're going to have to let all the feelings happen. The feelings of being disappointed by these feelings of, of these people, the feelings of loss that come from change. You have to feel them. Let them come and go. Let them move through you. Use them to make art. Get them out. Create the space and time to feel these feelings. Feeling these feelings is part of your art because you are the project. You have to honor the sacredness of life by accepting all of it. We come here to have feelings. We come here to have a body. That's what we we could have just stayed star stuff. We could have stayed up there. We came here to have a body. We came here to experience the full range of human emotions. And some of those emotions fucking suck and feel like shit. And we can't avoid them and be fully alive. That's the theme that's happening, right? Staying in numbness, staying stuck, staying in our old stories. We're half alive because we don't want to feel some of the sharp things, some of the pain things. We got to do it. We got to do it. We got to feel the pain. It won't last forever. And for, uh, I know I've, I've felt this before that there are things that we're holding back because we're afraid if we let ourselves cry about them, we'll never stop. And it'll be like Alice in Wonderland. You're just going to keep crying forever until you make like a river of your own tears and you float away on it out to sea and you're never seen again. It's not going to happen. You will stop crying. I promise eventually it might take a little while, but you will. You might be low grade crying for like two months. It'll stop. Eventually your tear ducts will like calcify or some shit, but <laughs> you'll be okay. Um, but here's the deal. You need all those feelings to make the art you're meant to make. You have to feel them. You have a sacred purpose. You have a sacred purpose. And some of that sacred purpose is your ability to feel all those big feelings. So right now, you need to anchor into your experiences. You need to anchor into your body. You need to lean into your conscious relationships. You need to share your truths with people who will affirm and support you. You need to support yourself, your true self, not your monkey mind. You need to support yourself and you need to be fucking alive. You can't go back to numbing. You cannot go back to sleep. You need to be alive. Sometimes being alive fucking sucks. That's the job. We weren't, we aren't going to get this forever. 
don't take it for granted. It's just going to be over real fucking fast. And you're going to miss the hurt. When you're not here anymore, you're going to look back down at earth and be like, oh, having a body was kind of lit. I should try it again. And then you're going to get down here and forget and go through all of this over again because that's what we do. Okay. So uh, here's another thing. A feeling that we might not know we're avoiding. We're going to have to grieve staying in hiding. I've been in this hiding for so long. It's so comfy here. I made a little fort when I was eight and I've been in it since then. And when I leave it, I'm going to grieve the fort. That's okay. Feel that too. Step into the next adventure that's awaiting you at this bigger level of feeling. And this is my sidebar. This is not from your spirit guides. This is from me, your coach who loves you. Get nervous system support for that shit. (laughs) Do breath work, meditate, exercise, drink water, eat fucking healthy, stay away from too much alcohol because that shit makes us depressed. Maybe go to therapy, maybe get some EMDR. If you got big, big feelings where you're like, I'm afraid I'm going to cry for a month if I let myself feel this shit, don't do it by yourself. Get some fucking help. That's part of supporting yourself is acknowledging when you can't do things alone and investing in the support you need to do it anyway. Don't let I can't do it alone or I'm scared to do it alone be another way that you stay stuck in the hiding. Get the fucking help you need. Figure it out. Find a sliding scale, whatever. Do what you need to do to support yourself in the next level of your expansion. Please and thank you. All right. The final one of this little set. There's one more after this. The guidance for bringing this process into practical manifestation in your life. The word wants to be written. Your spirits are on your noggin right now. Look, your dreams are your dreams for a reason. And it's because you're meant to have them. The things that we want, we want because we're supposed to have them. Desire is not something that's here to trick us. Desire is not something that's here to torture us. It is a lightning rod. It is a North Star. It's like, hey, your life is supposed to go this way. That's why you keep thinking about this thing. That's why you want it so bad. That's why this truth is rumbling within you. That's why the friction between what you want and who you're being feels like shit. Is because your desires are over there like you're supposed to be over here. You're supposed to be over here. You're supposed to be over here. Desire is not trying to trick us. It's telling you where to go. It's like, bitch, get the therapy so that you can come over here. We need you. We need you to do this thing because the word wants to be written. If you've never listened to Elizabeth Gilbert's TED Talk on genius, it's a classic. I highly recommend it. Pieces of art, good ideas. They, like like the things that become humans, are floating around being like, who's going to make me? I need someone to make me. I need someone to write this book. I need someone to paint this picture. I need someone to write this song. I need to be written. I want to come into form, but the only way I, as a creative muse, get to be expressed on planet Earth is through a fucking human who's sitting in the corner wondering if anybody's going to like their work. Human, (laughs) I need you to get it together so that you can make me. I'm trying to exist. I'm trying to be birthed through you. Can you stop fucking around in your self-doubt and like pick up the pen and write the shit? Because I'm trying to exist. Megan looks attacked. Your dances want to be danced. They're, that's why they're hanging around, the little fucking spirit babies haunting you. Like, can you make me, please? Can you please get up and make me? Can you please stop laying here and wondering if you suck and just, like, make me? Because I want to be birthed. They rely on us. 
inspiration, the muses, they're relying on us. They're all just hovering around being like, hey, human, could you uh, stop being self-indulgent for five minutes, please? <laughs> I don't know where these things come from, y'all. They just show up. Okay, so the thing that you're trying to manifest is actually natural for you. That's why you want to do it, because you're supposed to do it. You have to give yourself permission to love and honor and accept yourself in all circumstances, including the circumstance of you being bigger than you know how to deal with. You have to accept yourself in all circumstances, including the, the circumstance of expansion beyond your own mental limitations. Can you accept the millionaire version of you? Can you accept the successful version of you? Can you accept the prolific version of yourself? If you can accept the self-doubting part of yourself, why can't you accept the successful version of yourself? If you can accept the wallowing version of yourself, why can't you accept the version of yourself who moves from intuition to action at lightning speed? Can you accept the version of yourself that's brave, that's brilliant, that's daring, that's talented, that's creative, that fucking shines? Can you show up and support that bitch too? Just a question. <laughs> Megan is laughing at me. <laughs> just a question. I'm just asking. We're all like, oh yeah, like support yourself. And we think what we're or like, accept yourself. But a lot of times what we assume we mean when we accept ourselves is accept the things you don't like about yourself, accept your negative traits. But there's like, um, I always think of it as basement shadow and attic shadow, right? Our basement shadow is like, oh, I don't like that I'm jealous. I don't like my temper, right? And they're like, accept those things, nurture them, love them. What about our attic shadow? What about the time that we sang and somebody was like, don't ever sing. And you're like, oh, shit, now I'm an adult and I'm never singing again because someone in second grade told me I'm a bad singer. <laughs> what about, I think about my mom, right? Like my mom is a brilliant person uh, whose mom was not book smart. And always got shame for like, oh, you think you're better than everybody. You think you're smarter than everybody. And so she hid her intellect because she was taught that like, it's not acceptable for me to be as smart as I am. So when we're talking about accepting ourselves, can we also accept how big we really are? How brilliant, how kind, how giving, how loving, how much we really feel? How sexual, how daring? Can we accept those things too? What would happen? Oh, yes. Dorian said, you just blew my mind. My millionaire self approaches my own desires differently than current me. That's why my future goals are different than my present and past goals. Yes, 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 yes. Identity work, right? How does that next level version of me show up? Awesome place to start with this. So if you have controlling or if you experience like a lot of controlling or manipulative forces, especially in your family growing up, this might be extra hard. There's a layer of shame you have around just being yourself as the wild, uncontrollable force you are. If you got shushed a lot, this is hard. So that needs healing. That needs the support. That needs grief. That needs love. That needs healing of some sort. The thing that you want to do is you. You've got to do the healing that you need to do to get out of your own mind muck and on with your work. Period. Life is urging you to do 
all of this because your work wants to happen. Like that is the main message. Like all of your work is hovering around being like, I'm here. The manifestation is here. The manifestation is like, can you, I get this picture of like someone coming over and you have so much shit on your couch. There's no place for them to sit. That's all this gunk is like cluttering up the manifestation. Move the shit off the couch. Give the manifestation a place to pull up. It's trying to pull up. It is right outside. It's sitting in its car waiting for you to be like, okay, come in now. Clean up your shit. The thing that you want to make wants to be made by you. The guidance is to step firmly onto your path. Fuck them if they can't take a joke. All right. (laughs) Sacred fool. Fuck them if they can't take a joke. All right. The last thing of this reading, the shadow for this is ask your damn body. And I know that this is an interesting shadow for Gemini season, but it makes perfect sense with all of this stuff about inner knowing and inner truth. The answers that your mind is giving you right now, we have to understand your mind can only give you old answers most of the time because your mind can only give you the sum total of the things it has already experienced. The life we're living right now is a result of the things that we have already thought, the things that we already know about. The only way we get to the next step is we step into the unknown. That's the scary part, right? Your body is where you go for that. We have to listen to our body. If your body is telling you something's true, that's what we have to act on. If your body is giving you the impulse, that's what we have to act on. Your mind is going to be like, but we can't, but I don't, but we don't know. All of that stuff is the result of all the old shit. It's only valuable if you want to stay in the old place. Our mind is very good for telling us how to do a task we've already done before. It is not very good for telling us how to do a task we've never done before. That's why we need body wisdom. So the reason this is coming up as the shadow is that we're in a highly mental time. Lots of thoughts, lots of ideas, lots of things swirling around, lots of potential pitfalls to get caught up in the mental story of, but I can't, but I don't know how, but what if, I don't know, like trying to do it all from the mind. And we're just going to have to remind ourselves over and over this Gemini season to tell that, thank you for your input, but you're no longer in charge here. And drop into our body to get more quiet with ourselves, to listen more for our inner wisdom about what we know inside to be true, to act from love, to be big, to let our inner self. And it's not, it may not be practiced in us right now, or it may just be extra hard right now because we are not just in Gemini season, Mercury, ruled by Mercury, Mercury's in retrograde communication might be a little extra fucked up. These conversations we need to have about our truth might be challenging conversations. Wires may get crossed. There's just a lot of mental energy zipping and zapping around right now. And we are being asked to slow down, to go into our body, to rely less on the mental world and more on the intuition, more on the emotion. For those of you who don't know this, the reason my business is called Intuitive Edge is because I was thinking about the phrase competitive edge. And my personal belief is that our intuition is our competitive edge. It's your, your intuition, your inner knowing is your competitive edge in art. It is your competitive edge in business. It's your competitive edge in life. The things you know without knowing how you know are your competitive edge. The problem is most of us never get to that inner voice because we're all up in here. So spending more time in the quiet place, 
with your body, acting more on your body's wisdom is the challenge for this season. Spending more time feeling the feelings that arise as a result of speaking your truth is the challenge for this season. Step into the challenge. We're big enough for it. I have a few journaling questions for you. Are you ready? Ooh, Joe said, I had a very humiliating experience after acting more boldly than I ever have. I've been feeling foolish, but I know I can't get stuck by it. It's okay to be foolish. Not only is it okay to be foolish, but like the fool is a sacred position. Not only is it okay to be foolish, but foolish is only a judgment that exists if you think that like you're supposed to be what? Put together at all times. Why do we think that? We're supposed to always know what to do. Why do we think that? Who always knows what to do? That shit's a lie. We're supposed to be grown-ups, says who? I don't want to do it. You can't make me. It's a trap. Okay. Journaling questions. Ooh, also on feeling foolish, we can only feel foolish if we put ourselves into a third-party perspective and try to mind read. Feeling foolish means I am outside of my own perception of self. I'm thinking about what I what I think other people think about me. And then I'm telling myself a sad story about that. And then reacting to the sad story, I'm telling myself about what I think other people think about me. That's a lot of fucking mental noise. We don't need that shit. I did a thing. The thing happened. Bye. Today's the day I'm going to catch the pigeon. Yesterday's over. Okay. Journaling questions. Here we go. What would happen if I dropped all of the mental time and energy I spend on fear, self-doubt, thinking my dreams are too big, judging, shaming, and questioning myself, or talking myself out of shit? What would happen if I dropped all of the time and energy I spend on fear, self-doubt, thinking my dreams are too big, judging, shaming, and questioning myself, or talking myself out of shit? Journal on that. Next question. What am I afraid to lose? If I stop hanging out in fear, self-doubt, thinking my dreams are too big, judging, shaming, and questioning myself, or talking myself out of shit, what am I afraid to lose when I stop? Who am I afraid to lose? What would it feel like to surrender to the flow of life and trust that what I want will work out, even if it doesn't work out the way I think? Because it won't. Because the only thing you can think is what you've seen in the past. What would it feel like to surrender to the flow of life and trust that what I want will all work out, even if it's not the way I think. I want to uh, close this with a reminder that life only ever has three answers for us. Yes, not yet, or I have something better for you. So sometimes when we're thinking about what would it feel like to surrender to the flow of life and trust that what I want will work out, even if it's not the way I think, what we really mean is even if it's not the way I want it to. And something that we have to look at also with this like conscious connection, like sometimes the best thing, the most conscious thing for a relationship is for it to end. Sometimes that is working out, 
when we think back on relationships that we really didn't want to end, and now we're so glad that they did, and we can't imagine how our life could have been any different or any like better if we hadn't had that situation, it's because like, even though we didn't want that to happen from the size of our perspective in the moment, our little tiny human perspective that can only see like two feet in front of our nose, we're like, no, I'm never going to have anything better than this. I don't want this to end. I'm so attached to my idea that this is the relationship, that this is the thing, that this is the job. I'm so attached to this identity, this reality, but it ends. And then way later, we're like, oh, I see why that had to end. Okay. I get it. We have to trust that that's happening all the time. Life only ever has three answers. Yes. We learn nothing from yes, by the way. We like yes. It feels good. Our ego's like, ooh, but we don't learn shit from yes. Not yet. We learn a lot from not yet. You're not ready. You haven't done enough healing, right? Sometimes we can't step into the bigness because we haven't done the nervous system healing to support it. And our guides won't let us hurt ourselves. We're like, but you are not ready for the level of stress that's at that next level before you do this healing. You're not ready. So we need you to get up here and support yourself and actually do some of this nervous system work. We need you to do the emotional healing. We need you to do the relationship healing. We, You have to do that first before we can give you the manifestation. That's the junk that has to be cleaned up so that the manifestation can come. We're being protected when that happens. That's what that not yet is. Not yet is a blessing. And I have something better for you. I have something better for you is hard because sometimes we're like, I've never seen anything better than this. I want this so bad. And life's like, no. And we're like, but, but I want what would happen if we just trusted that it's being taken away because there's actually something better. We just haven't seen it yet. How, how much easier does everything get when we don't go into drama about the no? Because we understand that there is no such thing. There's just not yet. Or I have something better for you. Keep preparing yourself. Keep healing yourself. Keep working on the art project of you and trusting that the thing that you want is going to show up at the right time in the right way, even if it's not a way that you can see from your limited perspective right now. That's my story at the end by me, except it's not really by me. It's, it comes through me to you. Hope you like it. Dorian said, who am I afraid to lose? Today, I realized that I would lose my mother who gets triggered by seeing other people in their truth because she never found it embodied hers. It's so hard when it's the closest people. As someone who is also not really uh, in contact with my mother, I just like, I feel you. I hold you in that. Um, it's hard. It's really, really hard when it is the people closest to us who can't support us. I also, I just have to firmly believe that that's part of the lesson that my soul came to learn to navigate this world, uh, without maternal support from, from my actual mother and to seek maternal support elsewhere or from myself to source maternal love from spirit. I believe I chose it because I believe that we choose the body that we come into. We believe, I believe that we choose our family. I believe that we choose this path. And so I just have to trust that like, there was a lesson that I needed to learn from having this relationship experience. That's also part of my bigness. That's also part of my art. It's part of my message. It's part of my path. If I wasn't having that experience, I couldn't relate to you on that experience. And so it takes a lot to navigate the world with the level of grief that we sometimes have to navigate the world with and trust that, that that's beautiful. So that's beautiful. All right. 
I'm going to hop off. I hope that this was beneficial for you. I hope that it touched your heart. I hope that something comes of it that is helpful for you. If you want to talk to me about it, you can always DM me or email me. Um, if you're watching this on the replay, please leave your thoughts in the comments and I'll respond to all of you. If you're listening to this on the podcast, thank you so much for listening. Happy Gemini season. Happy Venus Day. Okay, love you. Bye. That's our episode for today. Thank you as always for being here and for listening to the podcast. I know there are so many things that you could be doing with your time. So many things you could be listening to. It is an honor that you choose to be here. Connect with me on Instagram at intuitive edge coaching or join my Facebook group unstuck group to suggest topics or people that you'd like to hear me interview on this show. Have a great day.